Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We got a lot of things going on. We got Deshaun Watson meeting with the media for the first time. How that one go over? We'll get to that. We'll play some sound of that bad boy. Uh, I got reactions to last night's games. We got a forecast tonight's games as well. Got a ton to get to. So, um... I always find this to be interesting, right? That you guys, you had no idea about uh, calling the hogs. But part of that is like location-wise, right? These are all kind of West Coast guys. West Coast guys. Now, in fairness to Bobby Bones, not actually an alum of Arkansas. He's an alum of, I think, Henderson State, right? But a super talented radio TV personality. Works with us here at iHeart. You've seen him on American Idol. You've seen him on Dancing with the Stars as well. And, of course, he's probably... I don't know, Bobby, like like with, with Bill Clinton kind of out of the spotlight, are you the most prominent Arkansas fan? I would uh, I would never answer yes to that question. I think I'm the craziest, the most passionate, but I think there's a few of us. Uh, John Daly is up there. Um, he's also pretty crazy, but I love him. And, hey, I'm going back. I'm, get, I'm going to get a degree from Arkansas. Hear me now. You're going to get in, in what? Like yeah, honor- well, you'll see. Like honorary oh, yeah. degree or like real degree? Hey. I'm not saying anything about it, but when you grow up in Arkansas, <laughs> yeah. here's the situation. We don't have a professional team, right. right? And so when I grow up and I'm in Arkansas, I love the Razorbacks. And if I could have afforded to go to school there, I would have, but I had to work because you know, I'm from a mill town. And I always thought to myself, when I make enough money and I can go back to school, I'm going to do it. So you will, And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to text you first and be like, look at this diploma, Doug. I appreciate it. Bobby Bones, who, I don't know if people know, he used to do a show on Fox Sports Radio. Now he's a now he's the big dog, the Bobby Bones Show, which, of course, is on the premier networks. And uh, and it's the biggest show in country music. It's not, not any question. Over 150 affiliates nationwide. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Your honest level of confidence going into last night? Uh, 25%. But only because... Our culture has been, until the last few years, that we keep it close and lose or we don't keep it close and lose. Like that's, that, that has been what we have gone through as Razorback fans for the past 10 or 15 years, until Musselman, until Sam Pittman in football. Uh, that culture is changing. It's weird. It's, it's, a, it's like we're trying the Mediterranean diet now, you know, instead of just eating what we normally eat. And so our bodies are reacting a little strange, but we like it. And so, we, we, you know, I think I was irritated with, People not even acknowledging us that our game mattered. I would read, you know, uh, point spreads. I'd read how much Gonzaga is going to win by, what the best games of the week. We were never even listed in those. So I know all of us, we were all extremely just frustrated that we weren't even being thought about. So uh, confidence was at about 25% just because of what has been, been beaten into me for the past 15 years. Um, when did that change? Was there a moment where you're like, we got this thing? Yeah, on the dunk and the, the, the final play of the game after, you know, Tony went down and, and slammed it. Uh, with, with Musselman, and here's the great thing about Coach Muss, we know that every game we go into, we got a really great shot at winning because nobody prepares like the guys. 
he's so loved now in Arkansas. And you talk about a West Coast guy, you know, Muss is from where they are now. Um, you know, uh, even his NBA jobs are West Coast. And so it's been pretty uh, crazy to see a guy embrace Fayetteville, Arkansas, and be loved by Fayetteville, Arkansas so much. So um, to have the program winning, to be Gonzaga was great. I think, you know, their fans don't fight very well on social media. I, I simply wrote that when I see Gonzaga fans in the stands, they look like people that have second homes and like to snow ski. That's a pretty good put-down. Of all the put-downs I've ever said, that was one of the most delightful ones. And, you know, and they started coming at me, and I was like, wow, this is kind of weird. It was kind of a compliment. Um, but, you know, great, great night for no, Arkansas. No one wants – listen, listen, we live in a country where no one wants to be called wealthy or grew up comfortable. Everyone grew up. You grew up. You couldn't afford to go to college. You think that was bad. I couldn't afford to go to high school when it was free, right? Like, and Jason Stewart, Jason, you couldn't afford to go to middle school, right? No shoes uphill to school both ways. So, you know, like what you could have done with the Gonzaga tweet was like, uh, you know, San Francisco, if Gonzaga would have a greater home court advantage if they played closer to Park City, that would have worked as well. Same thing, right? So I, but that, I that's, that's pretty gentle. The problem is that nobody wants to be called affluent. I do now. Please tell me. Tell me I'm wealthy now. This is the greatest thing. Listen, I have some success. I love when people are like, oh, man, what's it like? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm new money. I don't know what's happening here. So I like it now. Um, and so, But, you know, uh, the Gonzaga game was fun. Now we got to go to Duke, right? And, and a Gonzaga team that I only hated because everybody was building them up, telling us that we can't beat them. And now we play Duke, who I've just hated my whole life. And so it is, it's a different version of what happened. But, listen, I'm just excited to still be in. We were in the Elite Eight last year, so it's that this is new territory for us. It's that we got to take down the number one team as well. So, you know, we're a very excited fan base. I've been tweeting a little too much. But I will say this about your Twitter. Like, I don't think very many people are funny. If you don't follow Doug on Twitter, he will take a video of a game he's watching at home and roast somebody, a player, a ref, and just post it right there and then give some analysis at the same time. It's literally my favorite college basketball Twitter. So shout out to you, and I would not say that if I didn't mean it. I, I appreciate it. Now, here's the big and the only important question, right? So um, you recently got married. This summer you got married to Caitlin. Where's she from originally? She's from Oklahoma. She Tulsa, okay. near Tulsa. Yeah. She is an OU Sooner diehard, and I'm a Razorback diehard, and so, you know, we're in it. Okay, and now you're, now you're an SEC. You're soon to be an SEC split household. Does, does she call the Hawks? Have you gotten her to no. call the Hawks yet? No, not at all. And we have, you know, I'll take her to games, and she refuses to wear a Razorback. I won't wear a Sooner. We have a respect, but she also thinks it is ridiculous that we chant our conference name. And, you know, we'll just be somewhere, and they'll be like, hey, see, see. And she's like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why, why are you chanting for your, your conference? And, you know, that's, you know, that's like being in, in, in a Walmart and just yelling, general stores, general. So her thing is that she just doesn't understand the culture. But OU's going to come over, get smacked around a little bit, and now they're going to know. Yeah, not just that, but also once they join the SEC – OU fans will cheer SEC as well. Right now, it's a mocking chant in the Big 12. Anytime Oklahoma loses, you chant SEC because I think most people know what, in fact, is coming. Okay, so uh, what do you think about about their next matchup? I think it's going to be tough. Duke is obviously really, really good. I mean, they were, you know, fringe one seed till late uh, until Duke lost late um, and didn't win their conference tournament. So Duke's obviously awesome. They've got a top three draft pick. Um, I think we all know that. 
and we'll see what happens. I mean, I just trust that Musselman is going to have us in a place to make it competitive and have a game plan to shut down their best player. You know, what he did with Timmy and with Chet, you know, he, he, he played rough with them. Uh, he also just shut down their point guard, which I think they weren't expecting. And so I trust that he's going to have a plan in place, and I will be here walking back and forth. I've got some weights I keep next to the TV so I can get my nervous energy out. I watch all the games by myself, and we'll see what happens tomorrow night. Wait, so you pace, you walk back and forth, wait, weights, what are you, you're like you're doing curls while you're walking? Like, what are yeah, you doing? Yeah, I've, I've got to do something. You know what it's like when you're watching a game. I'm going, I have so much nervous energy that I've got, I've got like 15 that I just curl all game long. That's why my arms are so massive. Yeah, they are. So, it's really, it's uh, impressive. There's, people want you to be tested for steroids that you've had so much, uh, so much growth. You're just, you're just a protein guy and, and doing curls while watching the Razorbacks play, huh? I wear sleeves most of the time for a reason. I don't need anybody to see that. <laughs> ah, can you imagine if Eric Musselman and the Razorbacks are the ones that end uh, uh, end Mike Shashevsky's career? And like, should should point out if you go back '94, Todd De- uh, was it Todd Day or no? Uh, was Todd Day? Scotty Thurman. Scotty Thurman. Scotty Thurman in Charlotte. No, I was there in Charlotte, North Carolina, against Duke. Hits the game. It's the game-winning bucket. Right. That was twenty. Uh, 20- God, we're getting old, dude. That was 28 years ago. My concern is, and you can talk me off this ledge, Doug. Please do. But my concern is, you know, we're going into this game. Obviously, the networks want Coach K to last as long as he possibly can. Now, what a great story for the network if he's in the championship game and wins and cuts down the nets. That will bring eyeballs. That will bring ratings. It's a storyline. My conspiracy theory mind is that, first of all, Arizona goes down. Uh, all these big teams are, are, are falling, and it's making Duke's path easier, and they're having a little meeting in the little boardroom, and they're going, all right, whatever we do, we've got to make sure Coach K has the greatest shot to get to the championship game for ratings. Do you think there is anything to that? Let's go. No. Okay. I, oh, okay. No. All right, I'll take that. Now, here's the thing with, with, those level, that, with that level of conspiracy. Somebody would know, and the truth would come out, Right. Nobody keeps their mouth shut anymore. And there's just way more platforms, which, you know, between Reddit and IG and Twitter and wherever else and Snap and TikTok. I, a meeting like that, I feel like something would get out. And if ratings were important, Kentucky would still be playing. If ratings were the thing, Syracuse would be in the tournament every year because that's what people watch. You know, they but watch I'm talking those big now. Yeah. I'm talking right now. I'm not saying that it was a whole orchestrated plan early in the tournament, and nor is it an orchestrated plan now. Okay, but you don't think the refs are like, all right, this is Coach K. This is the greatest of all time. We need to show him just a, just a, a, a little bit of, hey, buddy, we got you. I don't know. I, I haven't. I haven't I, they didn't win last night because of the refs. So, I mean, it, and if officiating wanted ratings, again, same thing. Like Chet Holmgren would not have been taken out, would not have fouled out of that game, and Gonzaga would still be playing. Like they rate better than, I mean Gonzaga Duke would be an unbelievable number. So I'm gonna go no, it doesn't. That one doesn't stand up to the logic test because if this is true, then Gonzaga would still be playing. That that would be my well. I think this is just Arkansas and me finding ways to figure out how the man is going to hold us down longer. That's all that is. (laughs) All right. Well, get back to those uh, pacing curls. Uh, and t- and and t- tell Caitlin we we feel terrible for how her football season ended and how her basketball season ended. That's that's sarcasm, sarcasm. We all got to go to a, a bedlam game if they ever exist again in in football. In the meantime, thanks well, for joining us, Bobby. Yeah, thank you, and hopefully I see you soon, Doug.
All right, that's uh, Bobby Bones. Of course, he is the guy in country radio, and you see him on you've seen him on American Idol, and you've seen him on Dancing with the Stars as well. Ramos, how, how have we not gotten you on Dancing with the Stars? Oh I man, that, I don't know how to dance, but that's the whole point, isn't it? That's kind of what that, they it's all learn about. How to, you learn how to dance. <laughs> you learn how to dance. Jay Stu, do you know? Like you've worked on all these big shows, got to know somebody in casting with Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think. Are you talking about getting you on the show or getting? No, I'm talking Ramos about getting on Ramos show. on the show. Yeah, I I feel. Like I don't can... have the likability factor that Ramos. Has. <laughs> I mean, if those people are, what are they like? C C level stars. I'm probably the Z level, so I don't think anybody would even know. Like the, at least they have something about them. Like they were in some TV show a long time ago. Something reminiscent. There's nothing I've ever done that anybody would be like, oh yeah, there's Ramos. There's always the uh, the celebrity that's booked on any of these celebrity shows that you you know for a fact that once they announce their name, it's how many people passed in order for them to get to that point where they had to make that call, and that that might be a Ramos someday. Hmm. Isla, what do you think? How do you think we do this? How do we get Ramos on that show? Uh, well, actually, few people know this, but a couple of decades ago, uh, Ramos was actually on a precursor to that show. It was actually called Dancing with the SARS. Remember when SARS was, was the big virus Jeez. spreading around? Ramos was actually infected and danced with other uh, infected people. Show never caught on for reasons why I can't understand. Dancing wow. with the SARS. Dancing wow. with the SARS. Infectious disease humor from, from Ilo. Thank you for that, especially coming off the last couple of years. That was great. What, what did I miss the last couple of years? You're wearing a mask right now, so you tell me. <laughs> Dancing with the SARS is a that uh, yeah. I I didn't know if I was ready for the infectious disease humor. I'm not offended by it, but and part of it is I think we're out of. The, are we out of the pandemic? No, back in back in 2002. Remember, there was a bit. SARS, it was yeah. SARS back in 2002. Yeah. 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 No, I remember. Doug's asking a totally different question. Uh, I'm okay. asking a different question. And the answer is if yes. We're, if we're out of the pandemic, then we can make then we can make that humor, right? If we were right in the middle of the pandemic, I'm not sure if it fits. If you ask Fauci, I think we ha- we're not out of it, but I think the rest of the world has kind of moved on. If you get infected, you got to deal with it. Sorry. Well, every every time I thought it's been over, and I'm and I'm like, oh, we've seen the finish line. We we always, as a society, unfortunately, takes two steps back. And, and uh, Doug's going to yeah. hear from uh, what Hip Pacer 09 about this now. <laughs> on, 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 yes, Hit Pacer 09 is definitely going to uh, definitely going to tweet me. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. <clears throat> um. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're gonna, I'm going to flip these two. I want to play for what DK Metcalf had to say. So DK Metcalf said this on a podcast about the Russell Wilson trade and his new role on the team. I was just in shock because so I, didn't, I didn't think it was going to happen. I never thought he was going to leave. Me neither, y'all. So my mind was like, all right, Russ gone. What do I do? Later that night, Bobby gets cut. So I'm like, and Bobby, me and Bobby were, yes, like that was my, that was my guy. And when, when he left, that really like, that hurt. Cause like we would work out every Tuesday. I would go over to his crib, we would play pool. Like that was my, that was my big brother. And he gone now. I think like it's time for me to step up and, you know, be a leader and, you know, it's my time in Seattle now. That's the way I looked at it. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, uh, okay, 
so that's Kevin Garnett's podcast. And he says that Russell Wilson was traded, surprised him. Bobby Wagner gets cut. That's his guy. Now he's got to be a leader. Look, my this is a guess. Okay, this one, a lot of times when I make guesses, I know a little bit more. So it's not really a guess. But this, this one's a little bit more like a guess. If they really think that DK Metcalf is a leader now, okay, they would have told him what was going down. By not telling him, it just tells you really what they think of. Maybe it's positional, or maybe they think of him, or maybe they're open to the possibility of trading him, which is what everybody else thinks. But if he's really a leader, they would have called DK Metcalf. Hey, DK, listen, this stuff's going down just so you know. We really need you to step up here. That didn't happen. It tells you all you need to know about how the how the team views him. Right. Live show, Fox Sports Radio. I don't know what explanation or excuse or whatever we thought we would get from Deshaun Watson, but I would tell you I truly believe this wasn't his strongest answer. Right? You know the questions you're going to have. And whether you do, I would guess they did a, a true pre-press conference. You know how when they get ready to, to do the presidential debates, they actually do the presidential debates. Like they, they have debaters that come in and play the role of whomever they're going to debate against. Well, that's what I'm guessing they did with Deshaun Watson, right? He was there yesterday. Then they did the press conference. Hey, what do you think you've been doing this whole time? Getting him ready for this. So uh, this is Deshaun when he was asked why he requested a trade out of Houston. We just both were going in different directions. And so for me to be able to accomplish the things that I want to do, it was, it was a time for both of us to kind of part ways. Um, I think that's fair from this perspective. Like, he, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, no one had the time or really the desire to get into the root of it. But his entire departure was just odd, to say the least. Right, go go back. Bill O'Brien is the head coach and the general manager. Bill O'Brien um, trades away New Hopkins, and then after trading away New Hopkins, he then signs Deshaun Watson to an extension. So this idea that they were going in a different direction, like, well, yeah, they had to retool and rebuild, but they won four games with him. They were likely, if... If he had said, I'm all in, they would have won more than four games last year. I don't. All right, whatever. He he wanted out. He didn't want to get in. Nobody really wants the true details of why you want it out unless there's something salacious. How about this one? Um, here's probably his weakest answer and the question we have the most. This is probably the, the biggest flaw to what he did today was you got to be strongest in the most important questions. The little ancillary ones that, you know, how do you fit in the offense and have you talked to guys? Nobody cares about. This is the big question that we all want to know. I I think people are willing to believe that not every accusation is accurate. We're we're willing to be like, all right, we're willing to believe that. But man, even if it was only 22, but it appears to be 40. But let's just say, why 22 massage therapists? Here's his answer. 40 is just over the time. It's not in one period of time. I've been in Houston for five years, so you go to different people. and I can't get too far into the details. You know, as businesses work and you move and meet different people and people have different schedules and blocks, you kind of meet people over time. 
He also went on to say it was about his age and social media and how the business works. I think part of it is, part of it is, we operate under the assumption that he wanted a body man, right? Like LeBron, all these guys, they have body guys. Somebody who works on their body every day. Dirk Nowitzki famously last year in the NBA took him two two hours with a body guy every day just to kind of get him to where he could run up and down and, and play a little bit. Uh, yeah, I can't get too far into detail because there's an ongoing investigation still. But I can say that with this now day and age, especially with my age group, social media is a big business part that, that goes into it. So that's, you know, a factor into it. So because of social media and because it's over five years, the numbers look big to everybody else. But to him, it's you don't understand. This is my Gen Z you don't understand the kids these days. How's that land with you, Jay Stu? Yeah, that that one doesn't land well with me. Um, only because what, 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 what are your options? I guess here's the thing. That's his answer. What are his options? The options are to not answer the question. You you could. I mean, I thought he was going to do this much more than he did. But saying that there's an ongoing uh, civil suit and I can't get into details. He could have gone with that, and I think everyone had to respect that. But to like give give a half answer like that and a clumsy answer, that tells me that they, they prepared him for that question, and everyone was like, yeah, yeah, go with that one. That works. As if most of the room are over 40, so they're not going to get this whole social media thing. I think we all get the social media. It's still all the explanation. Well, that one just doesn't make sense, right? Nope. Just doesn't make sense to me. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Ilo, does that make sense to you? Do you get it? Oh, sorry about that, Doug. I was actually trying to order lunch, but instead of calling the restaurants, I was trying to do it on social media. Sorry about that. That's funny. (sighs) It's funny. So no, it didn't, it doesn't stand up to you? Of course not. I mean, look, the, the goal that they had to have for this entire day was not to win the press conference. It was simply don't make it worse. That's basically what the goal of today had to have been on on their end. So they were there was no way they could possibly make it better. So the goal was just don't make it too too worse, which I think they achieved. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they they made it that much worse. I just thought that was a that was a bad one. That one did not did not stand up at all. Um. And what happens is when you go when you go there, you're like, well, that ain't true. That ain't right. Now everything else you're saying, which which may be true, gets called into question. Here, here's another one. Okay, here's another one that that jumped out at me. He was asked about his contract and how much the contract played a factor in selecting Cleveland. And he had this to say. I didn't know about the contract until I told my agent that I wanted to come and be a Cleveland Brown. That was secondary. That was after the fact that we spoke on the phone with A.B. and Kevin and, and the Haslam family. That had nothing to do with me choosing the Cleveland Browns. Okay, so if we're to believe Deshaun Watson, he wanted to go to Cleveland even before the contract, which is a five-year guaranteed contract deal. That one is probably the hardest to believe of anything he said. 
and 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 some of it and here's what I will support some of it is hey we're going off of previous reports and not all previous reports are accurate and the previous reports were they made a pitch to him he said no they made a pitch to him again he said no he told them they were out they made a pitch to him and said hey what about if we we change your give you a new contract and he said no and then he said what about a 5 year no cut guaranteed contract and he said you know what <laughs> you know what okay I'll think about it. Yeah, I'll do it. But what he's saying is I got off the phone with the owner and the owner's wife with D Haslam and Jimmy Haslam. And that I said, I want to do it. And they're like, okay, well, guess what? Not only do you want to do it, but we're going to give you a five-year guaranteed contract. Jason Stewart, do you believe any of that? I think that was like the most uh, blatant lie. And, and again, that's something that like, there's ways of answering that question without, you know, indicting yourself or, or making your you look like a money. See grubbing. that that one feels easy. That one feels like ask ask me a question in some way. Uh, that question ask, or any question. Yeah, that question. Um, hey Doug, how much did the uh, the money the contract have to do with you signing with uh, with Fox Sports Radio? Um, l- listen, w- I'm a business person. This is the business that I, I work in that I live in. Right, that's my salary. It's important, no questions a factor. Uh, but but the significance of the contract is that they believed in me enough to give me five years guaranteed. And I've been through a lot: injuries, a couple of disappointing teams, obviously everything that that's been discussed over the last year and a half. So the significance of the money to me, okay, and it did play a factor, was in the fact that it was five years guaranteed. That's belief in me, and I, I that that's why I'm here. Which is a better answer, his or mine? <laughs> Yours is definitely the better answer. I don't have an answer for why 40 massage therapists. That one I can't. I'm sitting there thinking of all the different ways in which I could. Yes, go ahead, Ramos. I always felt like watching a lot of stuff on television regarding, you know, like Senate hearings and stuff. I always felt the worst thing, and I know it's legally the right thing to say, and you're protected under this, but always when people said, like, I plead the fifth, or... I cannot continue on for things may be incriminating, so I have to not speak. They're Which is leg- the same thing as the fifth. Okay, the but so they, so they, both of those are legal. Both of those help protect you. But whenever someone says it, it always sounds like they're hiding something. And so when you say stuff like, you know, I can't go forward because of the ongoing investigation, maybe they felt like they had to say a couple things here and there to not keep saying that over and over again, like Jason said, to kind of make people feel like they weren't lying. But then, like you said, then he says something like that or this contract thing where you kind of get lost and it seems like he's kind of not paying attention. So I think he's paying attention. I just think that's the answer they came up with and that was the best they thought they could do and I disagree with that's the best they could do. I feel like it feels like blatant lies. Um, so you'd rather you him say stuff like, well, it's an well, ongoing investigation and so I can't comment on that? What would I, I mean, I think that would have been, honestly, I think that would have been a better answer okay. than, than the one. Valid point. Unless you have a really good answer, you don't have to give an answer. Stay quiet. Yeah, you can't do the fifth. The fifth is for the court of law, but you can essentially do the fifth. <laughs> what if or you, you could, said that? You I plead the, the fifth. I plead the fifth, but this is in a court of law, so I'm just gonna, like, look, I'm not talking about that. Or you could use one of your lifelines, like on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Phone That'd a friend. Cool. I'd like to phone, phone Doug Gottlieb. I'd like to phone Dabo Sweeney, who thinks I and I, I can walk on water. <laughs> I think I could. Um, hmm. I saw uh, I saw some uh, violent reaction to Mary Kay Cabot's 
uh, question, which I, of course, this is the way I'm I'm built. I loved it. She asked if if he intends on uh, you know seeking out counseling, which which basically is kind of leading the witness, right? And he he smartly said, "I don't have a problem, so I'm I'm not going to go through counseling." But I love the question coming from a from a woman, especially. I really wanted her to ask, or somebody in the room to ask. You know, what do you say to those twenty two women? I I would love to hear that answer. I don't know how he could have answered that. What do you say to them? You know, because if he calls them a liar, then he looks bad. And I wanted to hear the answer, but that didn't come up. Well, I I would say that what the bad part is that he said he's not getting counseling because he doesn't need it, and then an hour later, D. Haslam, who's the the you know the the wife of the owner, the co owner of the team, she said he's going to get therapy. So it's like, well, which which is it here? Which is it? That's incredible, by the way, that the yeah. wife of the owner is even speaking to this and that she was consulted and signed off on it. And then she says that <laughs> contradicting what he said. Correct. Correct. Bit of a mess. I don't think it was the worst uh, press conference ever. Like there, there have been worse. The worst one ever was uh, by Petrino. Do you guys remember by Petrino when he got in the motorcycle accident? Yes. Yeah, that was great. So so for people who don't remember, Bob Petrino, and this was, you know, when he was at Arkansas, he got into a motorcycle accident, and a day later, I don't think it was a day later, maybe two days later, they had him in a neck brace. He had, like, road rash. He's red, beat red from one road rash, two beat out in the sun. And they completely glossed over the fact that when he laid his motorcycle down, he had a woman with him. Wasn't his wife, who was on staff as like some sort of recruiting coordinator. I mean, it was a mess. That was the most uncomfortable press conference I've ever seen. This one was, was I, I just, I don't know what they prepared for if that's what they came up with for those two big questions. Is there a controversy involving Cinderella? I'm talking about St. Peter's. You'll find out next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Yeah, the Doug Gottlieb Show rolls on Fox Sports Radio. Mm-hmm. Check out the latest lines of the world of sports, better sportsbook. The most trusted name in online sports betting must be 21. President Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania. Play gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's get to the press. The press. Dan Boyer, what do you have? Oh, I'm sorry. Isaac Lowenkron, what do you have? Buyer. Thank you. Was that, uh, was that uh, British Doug right there? <laughs> I was British Doug. Representative Buyer. One day I'd like to have a conversation between British British Doug and Mike Krzyzewski. Next week, perhaps, <laughs> just to plant that uh, in your mind. So we start with uh, college basketball, Doug, just Roger over that. just over an hour from now. The St. Peter's Peacocks take it on the Purdue Boilermakers in the Sweet 16. It's being noted all over social media that in an apparent positive omen for St. Peter's, today happens to be National Peacock Day. This was also tweeted by St. Peter's official account... Wow. Itself. However, there's just one problem. Unfortunately, it turns out that there is actually no such thing as National Peacock Day, at least in the United States. There actually is a National Peacock Day in India, but it's on December 3rd. Exactly. Huh. Well, a peacock 
The sim- they're symbolic for regrowth, rejuvenation, royalty, respect, honor, and integrity. They're right. also a symbol of beauty, love, and passion. And NBC. Right. Uh, and, ah. and NBC. <laughs> right. And the Dan Patrick Show. Right. Yeah? They're one of the largest flying birds on Earth. All right. Right. That's all I got for you. That's Did enough. you minor in ornithology over at Oklahoma State or something? That was pretty okay, good. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big, I'm a big peacock. All right. Uh, uh, I'm a big. You're big on infectious disease jokes. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I'm big on. I'm big on uh, on fowl that 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 can fly short distances. Wow. Ornithology, the two-three zone. You've gotten it all today. Uh, the big story we've been talking about it all throughout the day. The introductory news conference for Deshaun Watson, and after that, Jimmy and D Haslam, the owners of the Cleveland Browns, held a news conference of their own. It was via Zoom. Going to play a couple of additional clips about some ancillary topics. First of all, uh, Jimmy Haslam was asked about that other Browns uh, court. Well, uh, the Guy does the commercial. Oh, Baker Mayfield. Here's what Jimmy Haslam had to say about Baker Mayfield, who is still, you know, on the team. Contrary to what is out there in the press, we think highly of Baker and did not get down on him. And I know there's a statement that we needed an adult in the room, and Baker felt that came from ownership, but that's not true. And Baker gave it everything he had while he was here. Nobody could question his effort this past year, and nobody could question the four years he gave to the city of Cleveland. And we wish him nothing but the best of luck. And now we find out if that passed the famous Doug Gottlieb smell test. Right. Here's the only problem. That they're like this is like an obituary for Baker Mayfield and he's still alive. They basically did to Baker Mayfield what Rex Chapman did to uh, Pete Gillen. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean he hadn't been trading yet, he's still under you're gonna you might have to pay that whole contract. We wish him nothing but the best. If y'all got a crew, you got to have a fall guy. <laughs> We uh, also, during that Zoom conference, we also heard uh, Jimmy and D. Haslam asked about the effect that the Deshaun Watson signing has had on Cleveland Browns season ticket renewals. Here are, again, the co-owners of the Browns, Jimmy and D. Haslam. We haven't seen numbers in the last couple of days. The last time we looked, it appears there are way more people renewing than canceling, t- canceling tickets. Yeah, but we okay. do respect you know, individuals that that have strong feelings. I mean, we understand those feelings. Yeah, they, it's pretty obvious they think all of these allegations are false. And I hope they are. And I don't hope they are because I want Deshaun Watson to play football. I hope they are because I just don't want that. I, 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 don't, I, I would like to live in a world where sexual assault doesn't take place. That'd be great. And this item just coming across from the NBA, Doug, Adrian Wojnarowski reporting that the Golden State Warriors have shut down center James Wiseman for the rest of the season as he continues to rehab his right knee. So add his name to the list of notable players around the league who've been shut down for the rest of the season. Now, there weren't big expectations for him, and obviously Jonathan Kaminga has 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 been a more than present pleasant surprise. Um. An incredibly pleasant surprise, but it does hurt them in terms of their depth and the fact he didn't get to play. I don't think he played an NBA game this year. Steve Curry. 
final item for you, Doug, and this also came down a short time ago as well. We take you to Major League Baseball up until a short time ago. This was essentially a lame duck season for longtime Los Angeles Dodgers manager Dave Roberts. Not anymore. Multiple outlets reporting the Dodgers have signed Dave Roberts to a three-year extension that runs through 2025. It is what it is. Uh, well, Dave Roberts, who yesterday said if they're healthy, they're going to win the World Series. So It is what it is. One day he's guaranteeing a World Series championship. The next day he's getting a new deal. It is what it is. No, it, is it is It is. what it is, you know. That's what it is. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, I got a, we got a lot. We got a lot in there. Uh, how did my picks do yesterday? Did you guys track them? Yes. See how um, pick, how so you had you had unders in the two games that you picked incorrectly. So that's a push because you had Gonzaga to the under, Gonzaga, sorry, the to other, the yeah. under, and yeah. you had Arizona to the under. So that's a push, right? Yes. But the two really good picks were the money line picks. You you had both of the night games, Duke to um, as dogs there money, you go. to win, yeah, against Texas Tech, and it was the other one. Yeah, that's right. What's the other one? Iowa. We got the Duke. Who, was Who else the, won the, last two night? Two night games. Yeah, the uh, the other Houston. Houston. There you go. Yeah, Houston. Who was? But Houston was a favorite, right? But I picked them. No, Houston was Arizona. Villanova. I had Villanova in the money line. Although Villanova was a favorite. Right. Okay. All right. Let me. I'll just give you my picks tonight. All right. How about that? Uh, I like I like St. Peter's and the over. I like Providence to cover, not win. I like UCLA to win and cover, and I like Miami to win and cover. This is Doug Gottlieb's show, Fox Sports Radio.